Welcome to Behind the Fiction, the book lovers podcast, where we deliver interviews, insights, and ideas to passionate book lovers who want to stay in the stories they love. I'm Alexa Lyberg, and this is episode nine for August 20th, 2019. And today's guest is Sarah Nofke. Sarah actually just celebrated the anniversary of her first series with LMBPN, Soulstone Maj. Now, we all know she's done a bunch of amazing things outside of this series and since then. But for today, this is our topic of conversation. Steve and Sarah chat about life as an LMBPN author and even discuss a burping unicorn. Hey, if you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe so you get every episode automatically delivered to your podcast player. If you're not sure how, please visit www.lmbpn.com backslash subscribe for step-by-step instructions. Now, let's get to the show. Saranofsky, thank you again for being back on the podcast. I think this is obviously some kind of record. I don't know if even Michael can top this record. Oh, yes. Yes. All right. Let's keep it going. (laughs) So uh, today we're talking about the very first series that you wrote for LMBPN, and that was in the Orisaran universe uh, a couple of years ago. I know. I think we just hit an anniversary. Yeah. And uh, that was a fantasy series called Soulstone Madge. That was a seven book series. Kind of talk us through the story behind the story of, of Soulstone and Azure. Okay. Yeah, so uh, Martha Carr had started with Michael, the Orisarin universe, and that was an opportunity to finally get into LMBPN. Um, so I remember, you know, I was in a different place and I'd always worked alone and didn't like to be in other people's sandboxes. And wow, has everything changed? Because now I'm like, don't kick me out of the sandbox. I like it here so a lot. So that, was that a big decision for you to do that? Because that's was, a like, big change. It was, and I guess I had all these disillusions about how it would work. Like, oh, somebody's going to tell me what to do and I, I do what I want. And um, <laughs> I had a lot of, <laughs> I had a lot of growing to do as a writer because I also wasn't writing to market at that time. Uh-huh. I was writing what appealed to me, um, but I've learned so much. And a lot of that started with this, this series. Um, but it was, it was a huge decision because I had done everything myself and I thought that I really liked that. And then once I had Stephen Campbell doing things to help me, I was like, I don't do this anymore. There might have been there might have been some issues there too. I remember um having done this for lots of other people, everyone else would just say, Here, do it. And you would say, Here, do it this way. And it's like I learned a lot from you saying do it this way. I'm like, oh, that'll actually work. And you, yep, that'll work. <laughs> And now a lot of that stuff that we fought our way through a couple of years ago, I do as a matter of course now. Oh, well, good, good. I'm cool. glad to hear that. Cause yeah. you know, I mean, it's, it's a balancing act, you know? Yes. I, I, I mean, you don't want to micromanage things and you want to, you know, work as a team and it's, you know, it's, it's a dynamic flow. So it's just been amazing now. Um, I can't imagine not being with LMBPN because it just makes my life easy. I, I do what I do best, which is write books. Yes. I should not be marketing ever you know <laughs> and somehow um, or other the combination of you and martha and michael have have created some really popular characters some really popular series so there is there something to collaborating and, and sort of building story ideas and character ideas bouncing them off other people that that you find useful oh yes absolutely and that's the other aspect of doing this 
is I used to think, well, I don't need to collaborate. And since then, my characters have gotten better. My storylines have become, you know, they have more depth. Um, Michael especially pushes me uh, to to that other length, you know, like, well, what if we did it this way, you know? And and so Martha and I originally were doing that with the um, with this series in Oraserin, and it was a lot more fun than I thought it was going to be um, because two heads are better than one. I mean, to mm-hmm. be cliche. And then you were just kind of thrown into the deep end of the Oraserin pool. There was all of a sudden Oraserin just kind of came out of nowhere. The idea was there were going to be some books published by Michael and Martha, and then after a while, some other authors would be brought in. But the after a while turned out to be like three and a half days. And then the right. other authors yeah. like you were, were brought in and started writing in the universe. And so all of a sudden there's all this Oraserin chatter. And for someone who's used to working by yourself to being in Slack groups with six or seven other writers kind of all writing in the same universe, was that disconcerting or freeing? What was it? No, it wasn't disconcerting at all. It was really fun because writing is such a lonely job, you know? I mean, I'll be, I'll be honest. If I don't have to, I don't leave the house for a while, you know? And But now all of a sudden, you know, you have your tribe, your team, and mm-hmm. you can bounce things off of people. And it's it's just gotten better and better with each of the series that we've done because there's there's more people to, to interact with. Cool. So I, I love it. All right, so let's talk about Soul Stone. And, and yes. so what was what was the genesis behind that story? Right, so we have, you know, everything happening on Oraserin, but we, oft, uh, we also have to have Earth, and that's that's the two aspects of the, the Oraserin universe. And so we have Azure, who is set to become the um, queen over her kingdom, and she's a witch. Um, and on Coronation Day, when she's, when she's set, um, she finds out that she's half-mortal. She's half human. Uh oh. And it's a big deal because there's been a feud going on between the witches, uh, Virgo, which is where her kingdom is, and humans for a long time. Uh-huh. Um, so that sets her in motion. She needs to travel across the dark forest. She needs to find her father, who's a human, and she needs to fix the relationships between um, humans and, uh, and, and witches and wizards. So. That was the general idea, but um, it was it, it. It's been a lot of fun to write, especially jumping into it. Um, you know, as the first series, because I try to take a lot of fantasy characters mm-hmm. uh, or creatures and kind of do something different with them. Uh, so we have a lot of that uh, those aspects. In, well, like in what? Series. Give me an example. Yes, um, one of the most loved ones is so you know you think of a unicorn right uh-huh. and it's majestic and beautiful and the sun's coming in and it's all you know shimmering um so i had a unicorn and he's short and he's fat and he burps and <laughs> his name is blisters and um he wants to be a human or a witch or a wizard so badly he won't sleep in the stables instead he's like you'll find him in your bed um, so I think that that's one of the best aspects of this series was uh-huh. I tried to turn everything that I could on its head. And, uh, a lot of the aspects of that is, is that you have Orserum, which is a different planet, and then you have Earth. And so it's like, if an alien came to Earth, how would they feel? Like, how would things be different? Um, so I had a lot of fun with those. You know, for instance, uh, we have Azure going to Earth pretty much every book for a mission or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know... For instance, she goes to a spin club, you know, where they are on the bikes and stuff. And she's like, 
wait, so everybody drives to the spin club <laughs> to sit on a stationary. <laughs> it's things that aliens would say to us, right? Uh-huh. If yeah. they came here and they were like, you know, like um, she goes to a fondue restaurant and she's like, wait, I have to pay extra to cook my food? Like, <laughs> I mean, we're pretty weird if you think about it. So anyways, you know, it's magic and it's and it's witches and wizards with humans, you know, and we are in the head of the alien, which is Azure. Uh-huh. And then so, we're seeing everything as it as it's done on Earth and how weird and bizarre because it is weird and bizarre. Um and uh, yeah, so she's got a, a seven books of adventures. Yes. Yeah. And the first book in that series is? The House of Enchanted. Good, good. Because <laughs> I, I had written it down and it's like, okay, I, I don't see it on my list here. So I wrote I it down on another, sheet of, uh, on another sheet of paper. Those have some great covers, by the way. Every one of those covers is, is uh, really terrific and uh, a fun series and so you did the one series in oris aaron and then you sort of moved into back into your roots as a space opera person sci-fi space fantasy yes uh moved on from there but now i'm back over um doing fantasy but urban fantasy which is really different and also very similar so it's fun and for people who may not have heard your first visit on the show that is the unstoppable live buffant series which is your most popular lmbpn series to date um yeah. and probably around the time this airs that will be probably book 10 or so i hope so maybe maybe 11 12 let's see how much 19? i need to sleep. let's see <laughs> <laughs> it depends it's summertime right now <laughs> all right thank you sarah Thank you.